Said G Podcast Show. And this show is sponsored by Said G Equity Investments. This is Justin Hearn, and I just want to shout out to the Said G Podcast. It's the Said G Podcast Show. Hood, social politics. Factual facts. The hood meets society. Kicking social matters. It's the Said G Podcast Show. Welcome to the Said G Podcast Show. New location checking in. Salute to Catalonia, Spain. Go check out my last episode, The Story of Waltrice Garth Horton. I've been waiting for a minute to do today's episode. Psychological warfare. This term is generally associated with warfare tactics. But how are these tactics affecting the general population in America? It's the CG Podcast Show. Tell a friend. Share this episode. Said G Investment Blogs, where I post weekly blogs about the stock market. Just click the invite link in the description of this program to sign up. It's investment opportunities for everyone. It doesn't matter your age. Said G Investment Blogs on Wix.com. That's W-I-X.com. This is a public service announcement. Mental health is a serious issue. I've dealt with depression and I can tell you that it's no joke. You feel low, low self-esteem, bad eating, bad sleeping, and sometimes feeling suicidal. It feels like there is nothing else in the tank of life. If you feel like this, seek help today. We must break the stigma of confusing this with mental health retardation. There are many organizations out there that can help. Seek one today. Welcome back to the Said G Podcast Show. Thank you for joining me. Psychological Warfare. This term has been around for so long, probably a couple of centuries, definitely decades. I believe that we've all heard this term before. And there has been many people to examine what does this term mean. You may can go on the internet, you may can go on YouTube, and it's definitely used in communities like where I come from. Yes, we do believe communities like where I come from, it has been used. And I'm gonna go into that later on in this show uh, to describe some of the things, how it was used 
in communities like where I come from. But right about now, I just want to let everyone know what is psychological warfare? How does it affect the general population? Because the term is usually associated with war warfare tactics. For example, say something like War War Two. Uh, these tactics were used. The war in Afghanistan. Those tactics were used in Iraq. In Iraq. Uh, just name the war. Um, these tactics tactics were definitely used. Um, Hitler back in Germany during those days. These tactics are used, and it's definitely used in the United States of America. I'm gonna read a little bit, and they have uh, a list of things or tactics that are used in psychological warfare. And this is something serious because I'm affected by this and many other people are affected by this. Um, but how can we break it? How can we break the psychological warfare? Uh, it was once said that whoever controls the airways controls the minds. Uh, this passage is coming from uh, thoughtco.com. Uh, the title is An Introduction to Psychological Warfare. And you know I like to give out sources so you guys can always go back and check on these things yourself. Um, like I said, it's been used from um, millennial, these tactics. Psychological warfare is the planned tactic, tactical use of propaganda, threats, and other non-combat techniques during war threats of war or periods of geopolitical unrest to, to mislead, intimidate, demoralize, or otherwise influence the thinking or behavior of an enemy. While all nations employ it, the CIA lists tactical goals of psychological warfare or otherwise known as PSYWAR or psychological operations, PSYOP, as. Now here go some of the tactical things that they use and then you can see they promptly say CIA because I believe they are the kings of the psychological warfare on uh, a global scale. Uh, I did an episode on CIA. Uh, these are not the typical police officers. They're not about to come to your house and serve up warrants. Uh, they're not about to pull up and arrest you and take you to jail. These are the unknown people. You don't you more than likely will not find out who is in the CIA. They're not public figures. They're not giving interviews uh, on TV. Uh, but let's go over some of this list. Assisting in overcoming an enemy's will to fight. Sustaining the morale and winning the alliance of friendly groups and countries occupied by the enemy or who they perceive as enemies. Um, like I said, I talked about these rebels on other episodes, and that's what the CIA do. They go there and they find these rebel people uh, who already aligned against uh, the, the government or whatever country they're in. Influencing the morale and attitudes of people in friendly and neutral countries towards the United States. To achieve their object objectives, the planners of psychological warfare campaigns first to attempt gain total knowledge of the beliefs, likes, dislikes, strengths, weaknesses, and vulnerabilities 
of the target population. That's interesting. They attack the beliefs, the likes, the dislikes, the strengths, the weaknesses, and the vulnerabilities. And, you know, they have people that's on their staff that keep up with these type of uh, stats. Uh, these people are hired. They are a part of the staff. And it's the same thing in America. Um, they have people that works for... Yes, they do. I mean, their job is to pay attention to these type of stats. And they always concern uh, the psychology of the citizens of that country. And that includes America. Then they have this thing called a war of the mind as a non-lethal effort to capture capture hearts and minds psychological warfare typically employs propaganda you know that's that fake news that fake this and that you know uh the media is quick to uh, create an image for someone um to influence the values beliefs emotions reasoning motives or behavior of its targets they like to study your behavior your habits that makes you an easy target when people figure out your habits. The targets of such propaganda campaigns can include governments, political organizations, advocacy groups, military personnel, and civilian in individuals. Like I said, the general population. There go some more of those tactical things that's on that list. Face-to-face -face verbal co communications, audio, visual media, like television and movies, uh, television is uh, one of the main keys to propaganda. Uh, it's one of the main keys to psychological warfare, media. Even in the old days when they didn't have TV, they would use things like flyers and uh, the press, uh, newspapers and things like that. Audio-only media, including shortwave radio broadcasts like those of uh, Radio Havana purely visual media again we come back to media like leaflets newspapers books magazines or posters uh that's interesting so it's it's many avenues that people um, that these people use to uh employ their psychological warfare you know the attack of the mind again whoever owns the airwaves they owns the mind they own the mind uh, that's where all these public relation people come in at. And I actually have a degree in communication, so I understand communications very well. I understand public relations very well. Uh, a public relations, relations person can um, direct the way the public is thinking. And one of the ways they do that, they write a lot of the speeches that these presidents be saying on TV. Uh, Donald Trump was a little bit different. He always go off the script and create his own speeches along the way. He may read a little bit of it, but in most cases, uh, these presidents use public relations people to write their speeches. Therefore, they can control your mind. They can control the way you think. Now they had this thing called Three Shades of Propaganda. So there's different levels to propaganda. Uh, white propaganda this information is truthful and only moderately biased the source of the, of the information is cited gray propaganda 
the information is mostly truthful and contains no information that can be disproven. However, no, no sources are cited. Black propaganda, literally fake news. The information is false or deceitful and is attributed to sources not responsible for this crea for its creation. Mighty funny they labeled that one the black propaganda. And that's propaganda within itself to even label that black. Because because most things, if they label it black, they usually reference it to something negative. So that's propaganda within itself. While gray and black propaganda campaigns often have the most immediate impact, they also carry the greatest risk. Sooner or later, the target population identifies the information as being false, thus discrediting the source. So, uh, here goes some more stuff on the list. Distribution of pamphlets or flyers, the visual shock and awe of a massive attack employing vast uh, numbers of troops or not technology weapons, sleep uh, deprivation, the threat, whether real or imaginary, um, having people panicking, radio station. Uh, that was one of the things they used over in Germany uh, against the Jews over there. They used a lot of uh, radio propaganda, but they use it over here too. Uh, false flags, uh, like they said, some people, some theorists say about 911. So as we can see, this stuff is um, goes back at least to 525 BC at the Battle of per Pelusium, Persian. Uh, it was definitely used in Egypt. Uh, you just named the war, World War Two, World War One. Uh, it always used because you always want to make the enemy look bad. You want the enemy to look vulnerable in some type of way, and they do study your habits. Uh, will make you cry, will make you happy. Uh, that's just what they do. The whole thing is to kill your spirit where you can't fight back against what's perceived as your enemy. You know, and it's definitely used in my community. Uh, when I come right back, I'm gonna talk about how it's used in my community and as well as America. It's the CG Podcast Show. Subscribe to this podcast. countries checking in on the CG podcast show salute to capital region Denmark Mercutius Norway Austria and Estonia leave a comment and let me know what you think about the show and you all are more than welcome to leave a message and I will get that on the show this is ghost from the real talk and Ghost Big G Podcast Show. I want to give a special shout out to Sed and the Sed G Podcast Show. Make sure you check them out. Welcome back to the Sed G Podcast Show. I would like to invite everyone to join me on Wix.com where I, where I make weekly blogs about what's happening in the stock market and in the market in general. Um, had a great time with my Zoom class. Uh, we got another one coming up soon, so guys be looking for that. 
where we'll be discussing retirement and um, investments. Um, psychological warfare it is interesting when I look and see why they use these tactics. Uh, where does it come from? And it's even more interesting that it's associated with, with warfare. And I don't think a lot of people really realize what it's actually associated with because it's so many people that will actually speak on it, especially in the social conscious community. They definitely will say things like psychological warfare, but I don't think that many of them may not mention that it's associated with warfare. Now, how does it affect my community in particular? You know, when I like to educate my community even though i know my audience is basically outside of the urban area uh people from around the world they be emailing me asking me asking me about the african-american plight and i get a lot of compliments uh, about the show um but a lot of my audiences are in uh, suburban areas these people uh they own businesses and i appreciate them listening to it you know uh, i'm very humble when it comes to that um but i did an episode called called black exploitation uh one of the things that they use um we look at film back in the day um you, generally you wouldn't see a leading black person in a major film um uh, they were generally played as butlers or maids or someone is very uneducated with a low-class job uh, though there were movies uh, with african-americans with prominent roles but this is more or less in the black community it wasn't mainstream so you didn't have very many mainstream movies with a um a strong looking character representing african-americans so that's one way uh, that, that kills your spirit that makes you in some ways have low self self-esteem when it comes to american standards um you always they were always projected as the criminal uh, i was looking at on the tv show the little rascals and I really love the Little Rascals. I really love Stymie on there, Buckwheat. You know, I, I like the show. You know, I think that it was one of the funniest shows that was ever made. You know, they did a really good job working with those children and made it entertaining. But some of the stuff um, the character Stymie may see, may say, uh, he made uh, he was saying that his father went to jail. I can't wait till my dad get out of jail. Uh, my dad was shooting craps. You know, uh, even though they had good speaking roles in those, uh, that television series, The Little Rascals or Our Gang. And so I'm not gonna knock them that much, but some of that dialogue he was saying, that wasn't uh, a good thing to say. You know, it's, it's something else that, I, that can kill your spirit, you know. And even when uh, we look at my generation and the generation that preceded me, um, they often made uh, the civil rights people look dumb or uh, look like a pushover. Uh, they were very uneducated and unorganized. 
those were the images that were projected uh, to me uh, coming up. Even in school, you know, they show us bad images of Africa. Uh, they were always they wouldn't show us the beauty of Africa, and they totally separated Egypt from Africa. So we're not learning things about Massa Musa or, or things like that. You know, uh, they generally would show us the the Bush people uh, in Africa, or they may show uh, these poor images of people from down south. So in a sense, they made us really hate each other. You know, and uh the news the media you know they you generally uh project uh all the crimes with black people uh in the media like all day long as soon as you turn on tv is about black killing black or this black person create this crime and use and back in the day they used to go find like the worst pe person in the neighborhood to put on the news and speak on a story or something you know the images are consistently bad you know, that's just some of the ways that uh, psychological warfare has been used against my communities for a uh, couple centuries now. You know, so uh, it all started in slavery, making all of us go against each other. You know, that was just a form of psychological warfare. But it even goes even outside of that because the American people is under psychological warfare because even though the image of African-Americans is we are not together, but the images of other people is not together too. So, and like I did an episode on uh, called liberals versus conservatives, you know, these people are starchly different because they had different beliefs. That's a fact, you know, and a lot of this stuff can be, uh, smoothed over if the government was taking more of an active role via the media even when you look at uh, Hitler because I talked to German people and uh, I asked them about the, the influence of Hitler over there and it's very minimum over there like people will look down on, on you if you even try to follow Hitler but you got people over here that's uh, rebel right wing type people uh, they idolize people like Hitler. So yeah, it's uh, a case of making all the general public go against each other. That way we won't, we won't too much focus on the leadership. You know, you keep uh, confusion among the people, you know, and they use the, the psychological warfare. They use media tactics. Uh, Donald Trump even used media tactics, you know, so the liberals and the conservative people, they have two different views, contrastingly different views. And, you know, a civil war can break out with these people at any given time. You know, so, but the way they do it, you know, again, it's through um, news leaves, newspapers. Uh, it's a bad thing to have the media against you because they can really go in on you. You know, the media can dig all into your background and, they, and, you know, they can find out so much information about you, you know. So, and they used it during the civil rights movement. They used it against um, Martin Luther King. They used it against Malcolm X. They used it against our great leaders. But it's used against uh, other people, too. So, you know, maybe a big portion of that 
uh, happened with Donald Trump. I, I truly believe that. That's just the games they play over there. That's why I don't believe that he's going to get impeached. But the whole name of the game and keep all of us fighting each other. You have us going against the uh, Native Americans or Asian peoples or Arabs and Chaldeans. And, you know, that's the name of the game. That's psychological warfare. You know, in the United States, you may not see the CIA active in the United States uh, causing all this disruption, but they definitely were using it in other countries. That's a fact. So, psychological warfare. How can we break that? I don't think we can ever break that. It's never going to be broken. It's never going to be broken. You know, so even with um, this pandemic, you know, they use a use that to um, certain levels of panic uh, among people. You know, they had really people had people panicking, you know. Uh, psychological warfare, even though it's a, a, a real thing, but I don't think they should panic the public like that. There's many levels to this. And it's definitely associated with war. Don't forget that. It's the CG Podcast Show. Tell a friend, share this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, family. One love.